the peony origin story <laughs> from marvel cinematic universe i'm feeling good today oh i'm feeling good today sorry i had to i love it i want everyone to clap in that i mean way. it's what our guests did yeah it is and it was yeah. it it will never not tickle me when a guest does yeah. that i think it's so cute yeah i'm also I'm like so... oh i should explain it better <laughs> no no leave it ambiguous so people just clap however they want to clap it's okay. enjoyment for All it's right. fodder for me <laughs> I'm doing it for purely selfish reasons. It's like your little trick, your little prank, but it's totally harmless. So it's my fine. precious. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so excited for our conversation. Um, we talked to sorority sisters turned co-founders of the brand, or I'm sorry, the community, the online community, um, and coaching lifestyle coaching for women, Bea Valiente. Um, and it's a, such a fun conversation. We get really, really goofy, but before we get into that, I was thinking, and I sent you an article. I don't know if you had a chance to look at it. I know you've been busy. Things are on fire, but, um, <laughs> we're midway through October, mm-hmm. meaning we're midway through spooky season. Mm-hmm. And since our guests are so delightful and non-spooky and lovely, I feel like we need to talk about spooky shit now. Ooh, yeah, let's do Ooh. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so the article I sent you is from People, and it was about Demi Lovato's new do- four-part documentary that's on Peacock. Oh. Apparently, Demi Lovato has this memory uh-huh. of being of like meeting an extraterrestrial or extraterrestrials and believes that they were abducted and and has this like memory and like the documentary is them going with their sister and bestie through like the arizona (laughs) desert and having all of these like every episode there's like a different specialist or like a different ghost bro or a different other victim abductee Uh and this trio of bubbly los angeles people i'm talking like (laughs) hot pink beanies Mm -hmm. face beat like gorgeous are going ghost hunting and demi undergoes like regressive hypnotherapy to try and go back to the moment of their contact oh my god slash potential abduction and it's just it's it's a roller coaster of a show. It's like, I feel like if it wasn't on Peacock, it would be on MTV. Is the yeah. vibe. Have you watched this already? Oh, I sure did. <laughs> as soon as as soon as I read that article <laughs> and sent it to you, uh-huh. specifically the part where she goes into a room, connects with an energy named Carmen. And in order to gain Carmen's trust, um, Demi sings Skyscraper. Like, full-on acapella just breaks into a verse of Skyscraper. 
Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, and and they end up gaining the Carmen's trust. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's a wild like they sit in on an abductee support group at one point. Wow. There are there's not one, but there's two sets of ghost bros. Is Zach Bagans one of them? I think they're like one of the pairs is genuinely named UFO Bros. Like that's the name of their channel. That's okay. the name of okay. I think their business. And then the other pair is the Wraith bro- Brothers or Wraith okay. Bros. Maybe okay. or Wraith something. Okay. Um, and it's wow. it's insane. <laughs> and I'm absolutely in love with Demi's. Well, I'm in love with Demi, but also Demi's group, uh-huh. like their sister Dallas, is like stunning. Reminds me of a celebrity. I can't remember what celebrity she reminds me of, but like an actress, and I can't remember who it is. But like just like warm and bubbly, and like a little bit skeptical, but like full of love. And then there's Matthew. Oh, Matthew, <laughs> with his diamond encrusted chain link necklace and his hot pink beanies. He's Aww. just there and always looking shocked. And he's always <laughs> like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Oh, my God, what is happening? Like, oh, my God, this experience. Like, he's just like truly Demi is just into it. Demi is vibing. They're uh-huh. like. I am open. I am respectful of the space and mm-hmm. like very zen. Demi mm-hmm. is very zen. Um, Dallas is like a little bit skeptical, but also not really mm-hmm. does believe in paranormal ghosts, but like unsure about ET so far okay. and like protective of Demi. Uh-huh. And then Matthew is all of us. Matthew is just like, what is happening? <laughs> so not my wreck of the week. Oh, oh shit. No, okay. it's not. But if you are looking for a chuckle, I mm-hmm. recommend you watch it. Oh, because man. I, as much as I, in my mind, believe in aliens, I like want them to exist, right? Yeah. I am a huge skeptic. I am someone mm-hmm. that I'm like, give me enough definitive proof that I that I believe, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so some of these shows, I feel like they don't give me that. And so I remain skeptical. And this show, I'm not saying that it gave me it, but, ooh, excuse me, I burped. <laughs> Here we are. Mm. I'm not saying I, like, it swayed me, but it is entertaining and it's actually super wholesome. And obviously because it's on Peacock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Family friendly. Mm-hmm. Wow. That sounds like such a journey. Such a... Mm-hmm. <sighs> excited to go on this and just, like... Text you and be like, what's happening? I hope you do. And again, it's only four parts. They're yeah. like 40 minutes each. Oh, that's not bad. And they're just so digestible. Ooh. So I didn't think I could love Demi more. <laughs> yeah. No, wow. I can't watch actual spooky shit. I have to watch like <laughs> pop stars like doing goofy. spooky shit. Yeah. Uh, so spooky season. So what are you being season. for Halloween? Do you know? I, yes. Uh, I'm going to be Lydia Dietz from Beetlejuice. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I got to go. I see that for you. Buy the rest of my costume. I have my wig. So that's exciting. 
gotta gotta figure out how to pin that uh yeah i'm looking forward to it are you dressing up this year um i had an amazing idea last night for a costume so we're finally watching squid game oh i haven't started watching that but i've heard it's fantastic well i'm a pretentious pompous ass so we're watching it (laughs) dubbed and i'm like honestly like we should just watch it in the original korean with subtitles Mm -hmm. and garrett was like no we shouldn't so so we're watching it dubbed um but if anyone's seen it you know that all of the contestants in the game all wear track suits Mm -hmm. with their number like Mm -hmm. embroidered on and i'm like that's it that's Halloween right there. I'm just going to put on a tracksuit, some sneakers, draw some numbers on it, and I'm going to be the most comfortable and the most, like, now topical costume. Like, everyone's mm-hmm. talking about Squid Game, so I'm like, great, tracksuit, and I'm part of the zeitgeist. Great. <laughs> as much as I love theatrics and as much as I love spooky season, I am very lazy. I am very lazy and I'm a procrastinator. And so like <laughs> costumes for me, they got to be comfortable. That's that, it. That makes sense. I I like getting to like go all out as hard as I can. So anytime I don't, I'm like, oh, son of a, like am I, yeah. one of my favorite costumes was uh, a few years ago, we did a group costume of Stranger Things and I got to be Steve. And so I have like a members backpack. only yeah oh i don't have the backpack uh oh. but i have the members only jacket the gray members only okay. jacket um i've got the baseball bat with the nails through it like yes I, I put the whole thing together and i was like yeah i feel fucking dope so uh that's what i'm gunning for with lydia this year as well i'm so i can't excited. wait to see i can't yes. wait to see the pictures so um fun. do you remember i don't know if this was your vibe at all but like i Never. Well, so I personally never really dressed up a lot growing up. Like Halloween wasn't a big thing in my family. But so like, you know, that one thing, like for some kids, it's drinking, right? Like your parents are so strict (laughs) about drinking that you go off to college, you get a little crazy. That was me with Halloween costumes. I dressed so skanky every (laughs) Halloween and I would be freezing my ass off on the bus going back Mm -hmm. to campus because I had been dancing and sweating all night and then I'm just holding on to my friends for just some body heat and I remember one year and I think this may be my worst costume that I've ever worn it was we like had a costume for a party that ended up getting ruined or whatever. And then we had another party, whatever the details don't matter. But basically we ended up slapdashing these costumes together. We wore fucking red Sophie shorts. You know what those are, yeah? No. They're like the plain little cotton shorts with like the elastic waistband that people would. I went to a private school and we had to wear like pleated skirts. And so Mm -hmm. we would wear them under our skirts so that the boys wouldn't look up our skirts when we went up the stairs. Hmm. Or that they would, but they wouldn't see anything. Yeah. So anyway, and like cheerleaders and dance like crews use them when they rehearse, like they'll wear, wear them. So we wore that, rolled down twice, obviously. Obviously, yes fishnets which we just had on hand (laughs) pumps obviously and then we took like white ribbed tank tops Uh right Uh like you know the kind the kind that Channing Tatum wears Uh uh-huh and we like wore them cropped and cut them a little bit in the front and then in sharpie we wrote we put out in the front and in the back we wrote 
dot, 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 fires. And we had plastic little children's fireman's hats that didn't even fit on our heads and that we lost in the club like five minutes in. Worst (laughs) costume I've ever worn in my life. I'm going to just say right now. I was freezing my ass off that night. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) I... I don't know if I've I think I've yet to do like a like a slutty Halloween costume. Yeah. Um, What's your worst that stands out in memory? My worst. Yeah. Uh, man. The first one that came to mind and it was because I like just didn't even try um, was in high school. And I it was like I forgot Halloween existed or something, which is wild because now I like I have like a running list of like. All potential Halloween costumes um, at all times. And I was like, oh, my God, tomorrow's Halloween. I'm going to school. I don't know what I'm going to be. So I like just had a like a black dress that I didn't give a shit about Threw that on, like tore it up a little bit, uh, just teased the shit out of my hair and like made somehow made a sash or something like overnight mm-hmm. basically i think i went as a dead prom queen or something but oh. it was like messy because the blood like the fake blood was like not good and so i was just sticky the whole time and i was like 15 i think and you're already like gross and sticky and weird as a 15 year old anyway so then i was just like compounding on it it was not a good look like it was a disaster so now I have sort of like a, if I haven't thought about Halloween, don't know what I'm doing, I have my Hermione Granger costume and like that is my default setting. So I'm like, all right, bust okay. that out. We're good. But that was probably the worst. And then when I was like 10, I think my mom, it was a cute costume, but my mom made me a scarecrow costume. But for the hay, Aww. it was uh, yarn. And that shit was so itchy and it was hot that year. (laughs) And so I was like in a flannel shirt in overalls with like yarn sticking out and I was itchy and sweaty and I was I was having a bad time, a bad time. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm like just hyperventilating (laughs) with laughter right now. That's amazing. It was awful. I was like miserable. And then she like done my makeup really cute. So I looked like a little cartoon. It was fucking cute. I looked Aww. adorable. I was so sweaty. I was so sweaty. How old were so you? So sad. Like 10. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not a good, not a good time. I think about that a lot. I'm like, God, I was miserable. And then there was like, I think there was a costume contest and I absolutely had the cutest costume, but I went yeah. to like whatever fucking kid dressed up as, uh, as a uh, oh my god oh my god from scream that character um the killer yeah what is cool i've never remember. seen them well just I, call it's the been killer. a long time i want to say scream long face but i don't think that's his name sorry to all of the people long out there bottom love scream <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but yeah this kid like just had the mask and like one i was like are you kidding me yeah this is this is homemade bitch look at my makeup fuck off so. You weren't part of the zeitgeist. I was not. I was a fucking it scarecrow. Was a, it was just a popularity what? contest. Well, you should have also gotten a Tin Man and a Lion and a Dorothy. I know. And it would have been fantastic. And yet. No, it sounds adorable. It was pretty fucking cute. I have no idea if there's photos of it anywhere. But anyway. The only yeah. costume my mom ever sent me to school in was Esmeralda from The Hunchback <gasps> of Notre Dame, which oh. is definitely not appropriate now. Just show yeah. up to school dressed as a gypsy. 
<laughs> for so many reasons. Also, like, isn't it like a midriff shirt that she has on or something? Yeah, but it was like a kid's version. So it was like a dress. Mm, but I yeah, remember yeah. that day because I went to a Montessori school and I thought everything oh. was like chill and simpatico. And we were all just like sitting around on the floor, crisscross applesauce. But those bitches made me put my tambourine in my cubby. And I was pissed the whole rest <laughs> of the day. Pissed. I was like, my tambourine in my <laughs> Excuse cubby? Excuse me? Oh, uh, yeah. Oof. Oh, boy. <laughs> time we were we were an interesting we're interesting kids that turn into interesting adults and i'm happy we found each other in this life me too oh so that way we can like talk about our halloween trauma together hell yeah hell yeah (laughs) and you know what i love more our guests oh yeah they also they also just bring this amazing fun goofy mm-hmm. unapologetically genuine attitude and ashley's hair i'm sorry listeners you're not going to get a chance to see it well you will if you go onto our instagram we'll make yeah. sure to tag them and all that but ashley's hair it was gorgeous yeah so was Obsessed. laura's too like both, both oh, of them are just curls. like they're both stunning they're yes. both so cool they're so dope yes like, they're so funny. And their favorite word is fuck. Like, it's... Fuck! Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So, uh, we, we vibed. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. So, we hope that y'all enjoy this interview with Bea Valiente mm-hmm. uh, with Ashley and Laura. Three, two, one. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> No, I knew that was going to happen, and I just let it happen because whenever you say clap, everyone has a different meaning for a clap, Yeah, and I just wanted to see what would happen, and it was beautiful. I want to thank you for participating. You are very welcome. I like that I'm the only one who kept clapping. I was like, stop clapping, Laura. She said clap, not applause, but I was thinking applause. (laughs) Me too. That happened a few times, and every time I'm like, oh dang it and like you know what no it's great i love it so much like uh yeah yeah, brings joy yeah i promise that's the only time i will trick you (laughs) on this episode i promise i know i feel i feel you know deceived and i trust issues already already oh no i'm gonna work to a roaring star julia (laughs) well uh well uh Welcome to the PD. <laughs> I'm just like, Julia's looking at me. Um, we have uh, Bea Vente uh, on the Peony today, and we have uh, Laura and Ashley. Welcome to the Peony. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. We're yes. Yeah. Does your, does your, the name of your company translate to strong woman? It translates to beautiful, bold. Mm-hmm. Like the literal translation. Yeah. Yeah. Our little play on words for, you know, the bold and the beautiful. Yeah. Oh. Obsessed with that. Yeah. Oh. I did so not should... connect that when I was reading your website. I was like, yeah. Beautiful, bold. I'm into it. I amazing. I love that. We should probably clarify for people what you do, which isn't producing soap operas yet that we know of. Right. Correct? We can applaud for them, but there you go. Last track that that is, yeah. 
So the the one-liner is we are goal achievement coaches. So we have Mm -hmm. a community of women who are just trying to live their best lives and with our guide. Yes. I love that. I absolutely. So as I was reading the website, like I... I personally am terrible at goal setting, so I'm just like always a hot mess. Uh, and I was like, I, I'm signing up right now. <laughs> it, just reading about the community that you're working to establish and the, the focus. I loved. There's that. Uh, what is it? The focus on one or, or on three things: one personal, mm-hmm. one professional, um, and then. Relationships, relationships is the third one. Yeah, the third one, and I was like, "Oh, this is dope. This is so <laughs> beautiful." So, what what inspired y'all to um, the, that three focus to mm-hmm. to approach it with the three focus, and then to also um, start Bella Valiente? Well, I guess I'll <laughs> go for it. Yes, okay. We did not. We were not prepared. Like, who's going to answer what? So you go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, same. Yeah, yeah. You guys get what you get. I hope you like it. Um, <laughs> That's like yes. the whole vibe for this podcast. So well, you're in the right. On. Yeah, you're yes. in the right place. You're in the right place. Okay. Um, yeah. So I will take where we started. Um, me and Laura are sorority sisters, and we kind of just have been doing this thing where we called each other, we kind of catch up and then it kind of rolled into, Hey, what are some like goals and things that you want to do? And it just kind of spiraled into what Bella Valiente is now. That's the fast track version. Um, but we realized that we both had a lot of goals and a lot of dreams. And then we were having a hard time doing any of them. Um, Overachievers are here. Big imagination. We want to fix everything. And so we didn't know where to start. And so um, that's kind of where me and Lauda were like, okay, how do we break it down into small bite-sized like chunks so that we could actually focus on a little at a time, see that through, and then start it again with the new thing. And so Lauda, I'll let you take it from there. So part of what we would do was read personal development books. I'm all, we're very much into self-helpery. We love to read those kinds of books. And one of the ones we read is one of my favorites. It's called How to Get Shit Done by Erin Falconer. Um, you're nodding your head like, yeah, I know that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I listened to the audio book, which was a fun time. <laughs> I, I actually read it, but I would totally go back and listen to the audio because I discovered audiobooks here recently because, I don't know, I'm old, y'all. And uh, it's so Same. much more efficient. Like, yep. <laughs> just yeah. yes. Yeah. And they hire like actual voice actors that mm-hmm. commit, like they give you emotion. They give you different characters sometimes if it's like a novel or whatever. And yes. yeah, I'm very into it. I also came late to the party. I just started doing that like last <laughs> week. And I'm like, where <laughs> have I been my whole yes. life. What is this? <laughs> I feel better that you just started doing it last week because I'm a couple years in, so it's not that bad. I'm not that bad. <laughs> I know a few people, myself included, that for a long time I was like, oh, but an audiobook doesn't really count as reading the book, right? Oh, my and God. And I'm like, yes, it does. Yes, yes, yes. it does. <laughs> yes. Yes. I used to say the same thing. I'm like, we're supposed to be reading, not listening. <laughs> I know. I was that jerk that would like – I used to live in New York and whenever I would take like the train or something, I was that jerk that would pull like 
like 1Q84, if you're familiar with that book, it's like over a thousand pages and I would literally like pull it out of my back. That's probably why I have back problems. I would pull it out of my back and just sit there like a pretentious New Yorker, like reading this tome of a book. But no, yeah, audiobooks are where it's at. Or readers. For sure. Ashley's been on that bandwagon forever. And I, the only reason I'm on it now is because I'm like, you know what? I'm, I don't know about y'all. I'm always cleaning or doing laundry or something. I'm like, you know, I'm a multitask. Yeah. I'm going to yes. better mm-hmm. myself whilst mm-hmm. holding these clothes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, um, focus, Laura. So we're reading that <laughs> book. <laughs> and I really loved the way that the, that Aaron breaks down, you know, goal setting. But it, there was no, um, the thing that was missing for me was it was kind of open-ended for how long are you going to work on this thing? And I have a itty bitty attention span. So if I work on something for too long, I either lose my passion for it or I just get really distracted by something else, some other shiny object that floats in front of me. So um, we love odd numbers, or at least I do. I love the number three. So I was like, dude, three goals, three areas, three months. And then mm-hmm. we assess. So at the end of the three months, it's not that you have to abandon the goals that you set. It's just that you're going to look at how far you've come. What have you accomplished? What do you need to carry over with you? And what are you done with? Like, you know what? I'm done with my personal goal. I think I really nailed that one. I'm good. I'm going to create a new one and we're going to move on. And then the additional piece is the accountability, which Ashley and I have always had. We're forever. I mean, we've been doing this for years. It just didn't have a name where we meet weekly on Zoom, even before the pandemic and Zoom was like the thing. That's what we were doing because she lived in Mexico, I was in Texas and, you know, that's how we stayed connected. Amazing. What, was there like a pivotal point where you decided to turn this into a formal business? Ashley. Oh, Ashley's laughing. (laughs) Oh, tell me there's, ooh, spill that tea. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I, I honestly don't know where the thought came from, but I had made this horrible like it was ugly guys. It was literally a piece of paper <laughs> and some, uh, how did I make it Lauda? I think I took envelopes and I cut it mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey Lauda, what if we make that like goal setting into like a goal setter, like an actual hands-on thing? Cause I'm very hands-on. Like I love to have stuff in my hands. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Hey, I made this horrible thing, but like do you think it's nice? Like, it's an idea, right? Like, I don't want this to look like this. And she was like, <laughs> you, dude. You came up to her like, <laughs> here's my macaroni art. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And she was like, we could totally make a business. And this is something that I'm sure other women need because I needed it. And I was like, oh, so you do like it. Okay. So <laughs> that was, and we've been running with it since. Yeah. I had to draw it out. I had to visualize it. And then we we went through several prototypes and focus mm-hmm. groups and stuff before we landed on the actual product. And, and I was like, but we can't just do the product because that's what everybody does. Everybody just gives you the book or mm-hmm. the tool or the mm-hmm. app. But I need the human who's going to be like, ma'am, did you do the thing? <laughs> you said you were going to do so that I can feel ashamed when I haven't done it. That's what I need. I need <laughs> just ruthless guilt. Yes, yeah. I need it. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the whole premise of Peloton? 
And yes, look at them. They're blowing up. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> there you go. Oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> well, even harder because I have so many friends and family members who have a Peloton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's their jam. Yeah. <laughs> so you two have known each other for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How has this business, making it a formal business, has this impacted your relationship? Like, how do you, because I know, I mean, Lex and I do this. I know there are days where life gets in the way or stuff's, you know, whatever. And it fluctuates. It's mm-hmm. like, I had a, um, a person that I was talking to recently that was like, it's like a marriage. You have your honeymoon stage <laughs> and then you like get very real. And then it like, you figure out what you need to work out and where you thrive. So how has the evolution of your relationship been from the time you were in college together? Oh, I don't think we've ever had to reflect on this. Louder, you first. <laughs> Why me? <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> oh. um, you know what? I think, well, I'm going to start by saying that I think we're closer now than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. And we've always been very close. Like we clicked immediately over the dumbest shit. there's a there's a song constantly playing in both of our heads and we'll randomly be like dancing (laughs) we clicked um but as far as turning it into a formal business I think it's going well I mean we we don't agree on everything obviously Mm -hmm. but I think that we've been doing this accountability thing for so long that we worked out a lot of the kinks early on you know like Mm -hmm. when we drop a goal or we'd say, hey, we're going to meet. And then two or three weeks would go by and we wouldn't meet. And we were like, ah, we're so flaky. We both suck, you know. <laughs> and so we, we went through all of that stuff early on. So now mm-hmm. at this point, um, it helps that we're so close. Because then when I don't feel like doing whatever my responsibility is, I'm like, oh, shit. But if I don't do it, Ashley's going to be, I want to I wanna make Ashley mad. <laughs> Because she's not mean. She won't even be mean to me. She'll just be like, Lauda, with a smile. See, like, <laughs> I knew it. You said. I knew that as soon as you said that, I was like, okay, Ashley strikes me as the kind of person. Now, granted, I've known you for all of, what, 20 minutes? You strike me as the kind of person that would be like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yes. Oh, my God. Dude. You are intuitive as fuck. Exactly. That's yes. that <laughs> <laughs> which which stabs in the heart so much more. If yeah. Sometimes you're like, can you just be mad at me? Like, just be mad at me. <laughs> Yell at me a little. Yeah. It's okay if you scream. It's fine. She would never. She would never scream. She'll just be like, I'm just, I mean, you do you. And I'm yep. like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. <sighs> oh, that impression reached through the computer and uh-huh. just like gripped my soul. I can't imagine what it's like getting that in real life. It's actually from Ashley. Oh, uh, I love this because no one else, I feel like no one else sees me like this. <laughs> but I will say, I I will say for us, the one thing that has like kept us on track is that accountability because Lauda is very quickly to be like, dang, we're off track. Like we need to get back on. And I know she's not just like, you know how some people kind of like say that general term, but they're really trying to point at you. She's like, I know she's genuinely talking about herself, but she's also like, 
hey, that means you too. Like we're in this together. So let's get back on track. <laughs> like, and so yes. that is something that um also like it keeps us in line. And you know, Lauda, don't let don't let the curls get to you because <laughs> she just wants to very quickly just say how it is. Like, hey, nice, we need to do better. Hey, this is like we're slacking in this area. So that also makes me like have my aim. A game and bring my A game. But um, I think we're just really good about being honest with each other. Cause if not, we're not going to be able to do it with other women. And that's what we need to do in order for it to work. We have to be able to talk, be honest and hold each other accountable. Yeah. So we've, true. we've gotten to a point after knowing each other for so many years that there's zero bullshit in this relationship. Yeah, you know, just very honest, very blunt. I'm the more blunt one. She's nice. I'll be like, what? No, why? You said. <laughs> so I, I, that, I need to work on being softer. And Ashley's <laughs> like already there. <laughs> that sounds like a perfect compliment. Hi. Hello. <sighs> Hi. Is that your kiddo? This is my diva. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Adorable. Well, so then you're both moms. So Mm -hmm. how do you, how, how does that inform what you do? But then also what are some of the challenges? Oh, like, yeah. Um, I think because we realize how we have to manage our time, And also because we're just tired. (laughs) I'm tired. I don't have time to pretend to be perfect. My house is a mess, as you can see behind me. Um, You know, if the kids come in the camera, they come in the camera. Like like anyone we work with, they know if they're there, they're there. We're just going to keep it moving. Um, And I think having kids has allowed me to have that space to just be like, eh, I'm not perfect. Yeah, you know, they're kind of loud. Like, I hope you can mute them out (laughs) or ignore them, you know, because I can't. They live with me. I'm sorry, guys. I feed them. They live here full time. (laughs) They won't go away. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, For me, I just, uh, having kids made me hella efficient. Like, I used to waste my day because, I mean, I could. You know, no one was depending on me. And then after I had my first kid, then I had to start finding time for things like exercise and whatnot. I went through a chubby phase and that was not cool. And I was like, I'm going to have to figure this out because this does not look good on me. And then it kind of spiraled from there. And I really want to set the example for them because like I grew up in a house where it was all about work, 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 work. We're working and we're in debt. That's what we do. And um, I know that that's, you know, quote unquote, the American way or whatever, but I'm like, I'm here to break generational curses. So (laughs) I want to show my kids that there's another way that you can, you know, if you're willing to work for it, it's out there. You just got to get up and get it. And you don't have to make your money um, the traditional way. Mm -hmm. For somebody else. Right. It's just no way for somebody else. I mean, if they Mm -hmm. choose that life, that's great. But I want them to know that there are options. There are options. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I asked for a selfish reason because my fiance and I are thinking of starting a family. And we have like Aww. this podcast, we have a network, I know. And so I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But I've been kind of laying awake at night just being like, how am I going to balance like the start like mm-hmm. year one of a company and pregnancy and a newborn and all that. And so just, 
I'm just gathering <laughs> advice from anyone that's a parent <laughs> that comes on this show. Cause I'm like, okay, teach me, tell me what I need to be aware of. Yeah. Um, Man. So this is not helpful advice, but it's uh, it's a shit show. <laughs> the whole thing is a shit show. So just accept it and lean into it and surrender. Yes. And, okay. Yes. Surrender yes. to sadness and just it's gonna it's all gonna be fine. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I love that. I I, I, like, <laughs> I would Go definitely ahead. say like uh, you know expect the unexpected and. Um, yeah, your life will not completely be yours at mm. the beginning stages. You know, just be prepared. Just everything, you know, you have stages. to. Yeah. I feel like I lay awake at night just thinking about what I have to do the next day. Like, it takes me forever to fall asleep. So I'm like, okay, tomorrow I got to be up by this time so I can do this. My day is very, very, very structured because otherwise I won't get things done. And was that, was the like creating the structure? It sounds like, you know, as, you both became parents like that definitely had to take a forefront yeah. was that something that you was the structure something that you started to lean into before you had kids or like you definitely leaned into it more after you had kids after for sure I was pretty lazy in my youth <laughs> <laughs> I so would definitely say I had structure, but it was not focused and intentional in certain areas. I think me having kids and realizing I was no longer giving myself time and I was stressing out about things and I wasn't eating healthy because I was just kind of going like, okay, my focus is 100% on my kids or 100% on work. And I think getting more organized so I could scale it back a bit and also be like, if mom's not doing good, I can't, I can't help you kid. Like I have to, my health has to be there. My energy has to be there. I have to be able to be me still and also be a mom. Like I definitely wanted to have that balance of where I wasn't completely losing myself and only being mom. Like I wanted to be a multifaceted person still. For sure. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. We talk about that all the time. It's like the air, the airplane mentality. You know, when the oxygen mask comes down, you got to put yours on first. Then you help the other people. So that's more helpful advice for you going into motherhood. Like, take care of yourself first. (laughs) Just breathe into a brown paper bag all the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Funny. That's fair. I'll be on the Peloton like. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, okay, I feel like as a coach, like I would much rather trust a coach that I can see there. I can't see that your apartment is messy, but I'll take your word for it. Like if I can see there and their kid runs into the frame and like, I see that they're also a work in progress. They just may have, they may be a few lessons ahead or they may be a few lessons in the other areas where I'm, you know, something complimentary. So I feel like I would rather talk to someone like that than someone that just seems perfect because then I think, okay, no one's perfect. Mm. What are you yeah. hiding? Mm. So I kind of like that you're just open about yourselves. Yeah. It's like that thing that draws you to people, right? Just being genuine, being yourself. Uh, like, 
I imagine that that has done wonders for you in this community that you're building where people are just, it also, I think, gives people the opportunity to, to open up and be themselves with you. And so it sort of starts to work both ways. I hope. These are all assumptions. Yeah. I have nothing to base it <laughs> off of. But. Yeah, we try. That's why we have, um, we have monthly meetings with our members. And uh, when we have those meetings, we are also talking about what we're struggling with we set our goals together, you know, um, we just now started doing like Instagram live and to kind of, you know, promote the business more and stuff. But I'm like, we, we are walking the talk. We do all the things that we're suggesting you do because it's what keeps us sane. Mm-hmm. And it's what helped both of us be able to quit our, you know, nine to fives and just do what we want to do full time. Yeah. And it's funner. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to do anything where I can't be myself. Like that's one of the things about it. It's like, she was like, she literally was like, we cuss and we act stupid. Like if they can't hang with us, then they, you know, we are for them. And I'm like, you right. You right. (laughs) Pretty fucking relatable. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen to that F-bomb. Fuck yeah. It's just—it's just such a nice release to say, you know. Isn't it? My son oh, asked me the other day, "Mommy, what's your favorite word?" And I was like, "I don't think I can tell you." Yeah. Talk about this. But you can tell us. You can tell us on air. Oh, for it's all fuck. of eternity. It's yeah. fuck. Okay. My favorite word is fuck. Great. Great. Yeah. I mean, it's—it's it's so versatile. Like you can use it in so many yes. different ways. Yes. yes. You can use it for anger. You can use it for shock. It's just, it's amazing. It goes everywhere. What the fucking fuck? Beautiful. You could yeah. turn it into like a little show tune. Fuck, yeah. fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. I mean, you could really do anything with it. Really, you could. Yeah. It's multifaceted curse word. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what did you tell him instead? Do you remember? Oh, I told did him the truth. I mean, I well, hesitated, but eventually I was like, you know what? You've heard worse, I'm sure. And so he knows that those are mommy words. Oh, funny okay. ass story, guys. But when he was like seven, he tells me, mommy, I cannot wait to grow up so that I can be a woman. I want to be a woman when I grow up. And I was like, oh, God, I'm not ready for this conversation. And I was like, "Um, tell me more about that. Like, what do you mean you want to be a a woman? And he's like, yeah, so that I can say, you know, woman words. (laughs) And I was like, "Eh." okay. (laughs) <laughs> the boy just I, wants to say fuck yeah. God, I, I, mean, I was not ready you know, <laughs> if that ever happens you know I'm ready now but at the time yeah. I was like yeah. oh my god I don't know what to say right I love that woman words uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> kids are amazing they say they the crazy are. thing yes so goofy and they're so brutally honest sometimes where you're just like you did not have to come at me that hard but thank you like (laughs) my niece is she's 13 now but I think she was about eight she saw that I had gray hairs coming in and she was like oh my god you're gonna die soon I was like I (laughs) I am 30 years old calm down like what wow she's metal have a seat it was I instant wanna, death. I was like, what? I would like to buy that little girl a juice box. Yeah. yeah. 
Because that's the kind of confidence I want to walk through my life with. Right. To just be able to tell someone. <laughs> They're dying soon. Like To be fair, <laughs> she was like near tears. Like it was, and I had to Aww. reassure her of like, no, no, no. It just happens sometimes. I'm okay. It's going to be okay. But also that was rude. Like, how yeah. <laughs> just so you know, that was, uh, that hurt my heart. But okay. yeah. it's like, right. Okay. But, but now you know that you can never die, right? Never, ever. Never. Right. Oh. Yeah, now I can think about that. That just makes Even me sad. Even if it's 30 years in the future, she'll be there like, I told her it was coming. <laughs> I tried to warn her. What did I say? Uh, yeah, Raise your hand if you have gray hair, though. Real talk. Who's got gray? Oh, I got so many. I have so many. Uh, okay. Ashley, you right. no gray hair? You know what? I have one gray hair and it's not on my head. And that's all I'm saying on this podcast. Oh, Thank my. you. <laughs> I want to know how you found that is what I want to know. <laughs> so it's on your chin. We're going to go with that. Go. Yes. Yes. Great. Yes. Great. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Every now and then the sun hits my hair just right. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Do we just trim these down? Like, what? A, hmm. Well, we're getting into spooky season. You could go full, like, old lady in the woods over a cauldron. Yes. Just embrace not look I think gray hair is sexy. I don't know yeah. why. I just think it's, I think it's very becoming. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just, I don't know. But no, you know why? You. Because there's, because it would look good on you. That's why. Okay. Because my pasty self. With gray hairs at the top of my head, makes it look like I have a bald spot. I'm like, no, no, yeah. oh, I, no, no. I think it's different that. when you have, like, I have a friend who she went gray in like her 30s and she looks fantastic. It mm. it fits her. I, to Laura's point, I have like little, just little patches mm-hmm. and there's no rhyme or reason. They just, yeah. and they stick up weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, if it was like an instantaneous mm-hmm. thing, maybe. Yeah. But that growing out stage. Yeah. Yeah. It, I've seen some people that were in between. It's that. rough. Yeah. It 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 can be with the wrong <laughs> attitude. <laughs> but I've also seen women that like had like the white roots that were like two three inches out, and yes. then the rest of their hair was still whatever color. But they had the confidence just to be like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a process. I'm a process. Oh, I love that. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I ever decide to out. go gray, I'm just going to shave my head. Just shave it entirely and start all over because yeah. I just would not. I'm also pretty sure that by the time I'm 50-ish, I'm going to shave my head and start wearing wigs anyway. So mm-hmm. okay, that's a life goal. Yeah. I want to be like amazing. Ashley. You look amazing with a cl- close crop. I think it would look okay. I think it would be all right. Yeah. I think it would look great. And then if you did let it in, grow in, like short and gray, I think you would look amazing. Look like a badass. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. A leather jacket. Yes. With you. <laughs> oh. Is this is this what the coaching sessions are like, or 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 do they have like structure? Because our show doesn't. Our show we does definitely not. do not. We either. all we try because we failed the last couple of times. We get so excited that we just kind of like jump in. But we try to have like an introduction, like a little overview. Here's what we're going to talk about today. You know, we bring guest mm-hmm. speakers in. 
they do their thing. And, and we really, it's really starting to turn more into like a podcast where we're just at, by the end interviewing our guest speaker, like, tell me more, tell me more. Yes. <laughs> it's, yes. it's, I did not think I was going to enjoy that part of what we do as much as I do, but I love it. I love mm-hmm. hearing other people's stories and, you know, what they're doing to keep themselves sane and to keep themselves going. I'm like, oh, we're all just out here trying to live our best lives. I love it. Yes. Is there any advice from any of the guest speakers you've had on that, like, really hit home for you? So many. There's been one on my mind today just because I was editing the video today. Um, So our last speaker was talking, we were talking about living authentically and, you know, what you have to do to live the way that you want to live. And she said, the rules are all made up anyway. And that has just, has been on my mind since she said it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yes. There yes. is no rule. The limit yes. does not exist. Mean girl stuff. <laughs> yes. It's October 3rd. It's October 3rd. <laughs> it was. It We're was. so close. <laughs> yes. Uh, I remember one of our guest speakers, she was talking about how she got to where she was. And she was like, sometimes it's just like a free fall. You're building as you go. Like jumping into whatever your dream is, whatever your vision is, whatever you're, you're learning as you go. And so I was like, dang, like, yeah, it's freaking terrifying, but you figuring, you figure it out as you go. And I was like, I, that always stuck with me because I'm like, everybody looks so put together. Like they know what they're doing. And I'm over here, like internally screaming, (laughs) Like, am I the only one? So it felt good to know <laughs> you are not alone. <laughs> well, at least you were internally screaming. I would have been like Lex's cat in the back of the room, just <laughs> he will not stop. I don't know what his deal is. But Watch no, that's pay attention. Those are ama- mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are amazing pieces of advice. And yeah, I mean, I feel like sometimes life feels like it's just a series of punches in the face. Like you wake up and life punches you in the face. Yeah. And then you go to bed and you're like, maybe tomorrow I'll like, it won't have like tomorrow's a new day. And you yeah. wake up and you get punched in the face. And then yeah. on the third day, right. You're laying in bed the night before. And you're like, there's no way a coincidence <laughs> like this. But, and even if it does, I know it's coming. I can, I can like get out of the way. Right? Nope. Bobby Lee. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope. Just now you Mm-mm. get, just a knee to the groin. Like, yeah. Yeah. especially as Ow. you get older, because you know, you're like, oh, today's about to be a good day. It's about to be a good day. You know, you yes. wake up and your clothes that you thought were drying are all wet, and you're like, fuck, there goes my good day. Like, it started bad, mm-hmm. and the rest <laughs> of it's going to be shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get up, you, after a certain age, you just wake up with random pain for, for no reason. It was 30 for me. Yep. 30 for me too. I woke up the morning of my 30th birthday and my knee locked up for no reason. And I almost fell. (laughs) No reason. No reason. (laughs) You would. Okay. Maybe if I had like run a half marathon, even like a 5k the day before, nothing, nothing. Yeah. So it was 30 for me too. Yeah. For me, it was the low back. Like I I went to sleep fine, woke up and I'm like, you know, struggling to get up. I'm like, Oh damn. What did I do? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it is mostly like just kind of bonding over aches and pains. What yeah. what bad things happened to you or how did life not go according to plan? And um, mm-hmm. what did you buy from Target? 
I feel like those are the three things that I I constantly bond with people about. (laughs) Those are the three tips on how to make friends as an adult. Seriously. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Talk about your trauma. Uh Uh-huh. Talk about Target. Uh Yeah. I'm sorry. What was the first one? Uh, And aches and pains. Life not going the right way. Okay. Life not going the right way. Yeah. Aches and pains. Yeah. And aches and pains. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> what did what did you recently buy from Target? Now that we've Ooh. oh goodness, where do I start? I'm like my desk <laughs> is full of Target stuff. I bought I I went to Target to buy my daughter a 50s outfit because it was 50s day at school. Oh. Couldn't find the outfit, so instead I bought hair products and makeup and Epsom salt for my age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's that there's that like tweet or meme or whatever that says, um, like, oh, you're going to Target? What are you gonna get? And it's like Target will tell me when I get there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Target will be yeah. like, oh yes. They're they're whoever designed their layout. Yeah. Genius. Genius. Yeah. Not only do you wanna buy everything, but you can walk into any target Mm -hmm. and know the exact layout based on like one department. Like if you know where one department is, you know, like where the pharmacy is in relation Mm -hmm. to the grocery in relation to the clothes. Like, you know, the layout, even if it's a little different. Yes, I live five minutes away from one and it's (laughs) so dangerous. Yeah. You don't go, you don't go to the store. You go to the store, you're spending $200. Yeah. 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 yeah, 100%. Yep. I'm just always surprised to the store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time you're like, out, damn it, I did it again. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was like, what did I buy? And, and the worst is like at that point you're committed. Like if you check out with someone <laughs> and they're just like super polite and nice and delightful and just like, how's your day going? And it's like $250 mm-hmm. and he scanned and I'm like, um, my day, you know, it's great. Um, thanks. <laughs> yeah. For being what so also, sweet, this yeah, is, at that point I like, did this to myself. This like is not you've your gotten fault. emotionally invested in all the things that are in your basket. You're like, I don't want to part with this. I can't handle this kind of separation right now. No, thank you. Oh, but the bad part is, is when you're going through the aisles and like, I'm like, oh, I have to, like, I'll do this to myself. I have too many things in my cart. So let me be smart. I'm going to put these things back, but somehow it still ends up being the same amount. Like I swear I put things back, Mm -hmm. but I think I probably put more things in because I realized I put like, it's just, it's not, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) it's like taking a pizza, a slice of pizza and being like, I'm going to cut it in two so that I feel like I'm eating more. Mm -hmm. But are you really, you're lying to yourself. I legit do that all the time. (laughs) Wait. Okay. Did you ever, did you ever used to watch the nanny? Yes. Okay. So there's one scene where she's eating pizza and she takes a piece of pizza and she takes a second piece of pizza and stacks it on top. And one of the kids was like, oh, you're having two slices of pizza. And she goes, no, no, honey. It only counts as one when you stack it like this. The body doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love that. She's. Yeah. That's the logic. I watched that show. So much. I knew the intro song in English and in Spanish because I lived in Dominican Republic for a while. So, and they, they make all the theme songs in Spanish. So yeah, that was my jam. Wait, wait, wait. Do you still remember the theme song in Spanish? Slash, can you sing it for us right now, please? 
This was my favorite show growing up. I am drawing. I'm drawing so many. That's okay. That's okay. I wish. I'm I just wish. Gonna get, like, I'm not the shy type. I would sing the shit out of that song right now. She would. I'm just gonna get like a DM from you later. That's just yeah. like I got it. I, I got, got it. it. I got to it. me. <laughs> Seriously, please DM me with that later. Thank you. That'll make my entire life thanks. Yes. Um, all right. So we like to ask our guests a little something. Um, towards the end of every show, Ashley, you're nodding because you've listened. Yes, yes. So we love to do recos where we basically ask people, you know, what is something that is really giving you life, bumping up your mood, bringing you joy this week that you think everyone else should know about? Um, and we just share, go around the room and share our favorites. So who would like to go first? Don't make me call on you. <laughs> Ashley, because she called on me first earlier. Go, Ashley. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, let's see, something, okay, um, for me, I like listening to, uh, affirmations, mm-hmm. and I stumbled across, um, an artist who does, like, like, it with kind of, like, hip-hop, R&B vibes to it, and I listen to her every day, her name is Tony Jones, I don't know if you, yeah. And she does affirmations and I just love it. Um, It's totally my vibe. As much as I love like the YouTube video affirmations with, it just sounds, you know, sometimes a little creepy, Um, but I'm like R&B, hip hop and affirmations and just combining it. And so I listen to that in the morning. I listen to it whenever I'm doing exercises because I can jam to it. I can also yoga to it. I can meditate to it. So that is just something I have been listening to. So Tony Jones, I love her. She's really, really good. Okay. I'll check her out. Yes. Um, I guess it's my turn now, huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I am a mega Marie Forleo fan. Um, she Ooh. wrote Marie Forleo. She wrote the book, a book called um, Everything is Figure Outable. And she like Ooh. she started on YouTube and she would do, she had a a YouTube channel called Marie TV and she'd interview people and then eventually she just like super blew up. And I discovered her because of her book. And then I started listening to her podcast. Um, So I love it because she, her business is all about helping entrepreneurs to create a business and life they love. That's like her tagline. So everything she does, every interview she does, every podcast episode is somehow geared towards helping you to be better as an entrepreneur, um, as someone who wants to accomplish goals. And at the end of every podcast, she always says, um, keep going for your goals because the world really needs that very special thing that only you have. And that lights me up every time I hear it, because the thing that we're doing, things that I want to do, like I want, I love to write. I want to be a published author. There are so many people writing books. I love talking to other women and helping them accomplish their goals. How many life coaches do y'all know about? Millions. So there's people doing the things I want to do, but no one's doing it the way I am going to do it. And so that yes. reminder, it, it just always lifts me up. Like I have to keep going because there are people out there who need what I have. hundred percent. Yes. Oh, I'm going to just cry. I'm going to go in the corner and cry. 
Uh, Don't do it. I'm very, I will cry with you because I cry easily. (laughs) Oh, oh, you're one of the people that like, those people that can see someone vomiting and they start to vomit, but it's with tears. Um, I just got a really weird visual when you said that. Of what? Vomit? Of vomit tears? Out of people's eyes. <laughs> um, physiologically, I don't do that. But, you know, if you do, there's no judgment. This is a safe space. We can talk about things here. We can talk about um, this. No, I don't. I, I'll cry if other people are crying, though. That's that's a thing. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I'm also the kind that cries at Disney movies. Oh, I mean, who doesn't? Of course. Who doesn't? Sociopaths don't. Right? Right? I was like, wait a second. Are there people who don't? Here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. You go on a date. You go see a Disney movie or you like your Netflix and chillin', whatever. Disney Plus and chillin'. You turn on one of the... You turn on Bambi, right? You turn on Up. Turn on... Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Moana with her grandmother, the stingray. Oh, my God. Every time. <laughs> so you turn you on one of those you movies. Are. You know who you are. There it is. Yes, there yes. it is. Yes. It all comes back to that. So turn on any one of those movies. And if your date does not cry, I'm talking like not even a single slow dripping tear. <laughs> that person is a serial killer. Get them out of your apartment. Yeah. Yep. They need to go. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm always like, do you, how is this not like Lilo and Stitch? I'm like, how is this not Aww. like ripping oh, your heart out in this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just I don't. I cry at like literally everything, and I try very hard to be like, I don't have emotions. Pfft. You send yeah. me a video of like this dog is reunited with its owner. I oh. don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. I'm a mess. I, <laughs> for me, for me, it's those babies. That get glasses for the first time or the cochlear implant for the first time. And they like, like, I'm like thinking about it right now. There's like a particular video of a baby because the, the, I mean, both of those types get me, but the glasses especially because those like baby glasses are the cutest thing I've ever Uh seen. They're like little goggles and they put them on these babies and the baby just goes wide eyed and just like freezes. And I'm like... The, it's Beautiful. the cutest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be inspiring each other, not crying. We're gonna, we're gonna end. Okay, we're gonna end this episode with just a collective cry. Listeners, join in with us. It's gonna be a purge, and then you'll feel ready. Yes. And, and you'll feel better, and you'll feel ready for tomorrow's punch in the face that life. There you go. <laughs> I love how you brought that full circle. Yes. Respect. So good at that. <laughs> Uh, Ashley, where can the people yeah. find you? Oh, yeah. Um, so you can find us. Our website is bellavaliente.com or we are on Instagram, Facebook. We're on TikTok. We're still figuring that out. People don't judge us. Um, but it is bellavaliente 24-7 for all of our social um, networks. Yes. So wonderful. This is the 247 lifestyle. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm into it. I'm into Love it. it. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. I haven't giggled this hard in a while. I was due. So yes. for bringing laughter this. into my <laughs> life. That yeah. is what you get when you hang out with us. We will talk about serious shit, but we will talk about the most random funny yeah. shit. It happens all okay, the time. Well, 
we're just going to have to hang out again then. I guess so. Committed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, Laura, thank you so much for hanging with us. Um, and listeners, be sure to check out Bella Valiente. Can we just get a collective, like, like a one, two, three, collective fuck? Ooh, Can yes. We? Yep. Okay. And that's how we'll end it. And that's how we'll end it. Ready? One, two, three. Fuck! fuck! <laughs> Love <laughs> it. <laughs> Outro. Oh. Oh, uh, do we want to play Finn's voicemail? Yes! We have a voicemail. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, oh, how do I'm so excited? Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we want to do voicemail and then recos? Or do we want to do recos voicemail? No, I can't. I can't wait to it's three minutes long. I can't I can't do recos <laughs> knowing that we have a voicemail from Finn okay, with okay, an update okay. on the ghost switch. Okay, sorry. Yes. Okay. So uh, so so oh my god. So we're back to spooky season. We know uh what was that voice, Lex? Anyway, um <laughs> at the top of the show, we we you know, we talked about our our costume trauma from our childhoods. Um but we to to put a little button on the spookiness uh we have an update from finn regarding the ghost witch so we're gonna play you the next voicemail julia and i neither one of us have heard this so reactions will be in real time so excited can i hit the button yet yes hit the button I'm okay, so okay 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 hey Penny. it's uh finn once again uh with the rpg concierge podcast uh so once again i'm walking low low um and uh, I, tonight, um, whew, like my, the hairs on my arms are standing up again. Um, so, uh, I saw the ghost witch again, um, and she was, uh, uh, going in like, uh, the other direction this time. Uh, so I don't know if like, anyway, uh. It's like 8.45, so I'm trying to keep track of, like, the time that I see her. Um, and uh, so her... Anyway, uh, anyway, uh, so she's walking, uh, and I say hello, and she looks at me, and this time she says hello back. Um, and so I think, okay, I'm emboldened now. I'm going to ask her again, because she didn't really ask me last time. So I say, okay. Are you a witch? Um, and I, I'm trying to like intone it in like a super respectful way, right? Like I'm not trying to accuse her or anything, but it's a penny in for a pound if I already asked her once, so. Finn's got a what devil. The hell? Uh, I know. And, uh, it, you know, now that I'm talking, like it's so weird. It's like the further I walk away from her house, the more clearly I sort of remember what's happened. Uh, so she didn't answer once again, um, but instead she asked me, do you know any witches? Um, which is a silly question because no, of course I don't. Um, and I said, yes, two, which was sort of like me watching myself have this conversation with her. Um, uh, and I, I said, yes, two, and I, I said, they both care about me very much, and one of them is no longer with us. And I described the two people in my life who are witches, and 
uh, the, it's wild because uh, it's sort of like this weird revelation because I don't think of them like that. Like, it's never occurred to me that they are. Uh, like, I just heard myself saying it. So, um, it's very weird. I'm super emotional about it right now. I feel like uh, as soon as I hang up, I gotta have some... Uh, just some time to think and sort of process this. Um, but I wanted to hit you up while it was so fresh. And, um, and yeah, anyway, uh, I'll see now that I know it's 8.45, it's a Tuesday, 8.45, maybe. That's <gasps> it. That's all we got. <laughs> That's all okay, we got. okay, I know he's okay because I've talked to him since then, but what? Did he met? Finn, do you have a death wish? Like, you are tempting fate, sir. You are tempting fate and her sisters. Her witchy, <laughs> witchy sisters. Oh, no. Oh, this is getting exciting. So spicy. I, oh, no. Oh, nosy. I don't even know how to feel. Like, I am so overwhelmed and i'm terrified for finn um but also i want to know what happens next and i'm a little upset that it got cut off like that and also not to break the fourth wall but we're recording this on a monday and he said tuesday at 8 45 so we're not gonna have an update until the next time that we record if he calls back tomorrow, I'm spiraling, Lex. Lex, I'm spiraling. <laughs> Snap me out of it. Um, uh, Rackos of the week. Yes, is that, let's is that do helpful? Them. Did that yes. help? Yes. And then Finn, call us with an update because I need one desperately. Please, I hope you're yeah. okay, and I hope I hope. Oh, that too. Also, emotionally, like are okay. That sounds. Mm-hmm. Is she like a is she like a feelings witch? I don't know what that would be. What? Chanel, Sounds tell like us. A dementor. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no. You're not wrong. Um What if that's the thing that cancels us? Saying that this witch is a dementor? Yeah. That one? I would be I surprised. Like I feel yeah. like I'm pissing off communities that really should not be allying against me. <laughs> the dementor community and and the ghost witch community. Uh, they're yes. going to come together and they're going to be like, we got to take the peony out. <laughs> and then it turns into an episode of what we do in the shadows. Boom. Done. Bam. Now yeah. we're on TV. Right? That's how that works. Okay. I I have some screenplay ideas. We'll we'll take it off there. <laughs> okay. Good. Good to know. Good to know. Put a pin on it. Uh, Recos of the week. What you got for me? Okay. So since it's spooky season, I'm going to keep it spooky, but also wholesome and delightful, just like I do because I don't like it when it's too spooky. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going TV show. Uh Uh-huh. Nostalgic. I binge this TV show at least once every maybe two years. Mm -hmm. This is one of my favorite shows, and some of you might laugh, and I don't care. But please... I'm begging you, watch this show if you want to believe that true love exists, if you want hope in human goodness, and if you want some delightful comedic relief, 
Uh, I'm obviously talking about Ghost Whisperer with Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> this is like I I know people are gonna like scoff at me, but this is one of my favorite shows. Like, first of all, she's adorable. Mm-hmm. She's adorable and she talks to ghosts and her whole thing is trying to help them to cross over and the seasons just get increasingly increasingly violent and scary towards her because she starts trying to help people and there are dark forces that don't want her to help those people those spirits Mm -hmm. so and there's the and so then there's this whole other B plot of like she has a husband that knows what she can do, but she also has this friend that doesn't. And so it's just like, how do you broach that conversation? Mm-hmm. Um, but like the human people relationships and their stories and their arcs are gorgeous and delightful. And then every episode she helps someone who's lost in the darkness cross over into the light and it's Aww. spooky and it'll give you some jumpies and it'll give you a lot of Aussies. So yeah, <laughs> highly, highly recommend ghost whisperer. Check it out. Thank you. I love that. Um, What's yours? So mine is not spooky at all, but um, a little bit on theme. So uh, I'm recommending an Instagram account that I stumbled Ooh. on, um, and it is uh, the owner of the account. Whatever. It's at Courtney Covino, uh, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y-C-O-V-I-N-O, uh, Courtney Covino. She is a tattoo artist based in New York, but she also, she has like a 70s rocker aesthetic happening, but what she does is like, I don't know if she does it every day, uh, but she does these like 30 second clips of her doing super quick makeup and Mm -hmm. she shows you how she does it. And it looks so dope, but it's like very quick. Um, And a lot of times it's maybe like two or three colors. She applies everything with her fingers. Like sometimes she's using lipstick as also her like eyeshadow and her blush. Like she's doing the whole thing, but it's these really bold, beautiful looks. And she just did one. That was Lydia Dietz. Um, and she does. Hell yeah. She does longer makeup tutorials on her YouTube channel. But um, she just does these like really fun short little clips. And watching her this weekend. I didn't do it today. But yesterday I was like, you know, I'm going to try to do my makeup like Courtney. And it looks so fucking dope. And it was yes. so fun and really bright and bold colors. Uh, so, yeah, I've just been watching her videos in between like meetings and stuff i'll just if i'm like i just need like a little hit of dopamine i'll I'll watch her videos and look at her tattoo she's also a dope tattoo artist so um i love that yeah that's yeah that's my reco you didn't send me a photo of your makeup i'm so deeply hurt i'm sorry i didn't (laughs) wow i'm my i'm hurt i didn't if, if it makes you feel better i just i just didn't take a photo of it even though i really liked it betrayal I'm the so betrayal. bad at taking selfies. Uh, I'm sorry. Apologies to you and yours. I'm so hurt. I can't even talk right now, and this is a podcast, so I have to. I can see you holding back a giggle, though. <laughs> <laughs> she just tried to do a serious face, and it did not go very well. <laughs> I ended up going, like, full blue steel. It was, yeah, yeah. I was thinking blue steel or, like, a like when a little kid is angry and they pout. And you're like, okay, buddy. Time Literally same energy. Uh-huh. Yep. Same Correct. energy. 
<laughs> Bonus Rocco Zoolander, the first one. <laughs> oh, it's such a goofy movie. Uh, bonus Rocco. Goofy movie. Oh, goofy movie. <laughs> Uh, all right everybody uh well thank you so much for listening to us and hanging out thank with us you. um check out bea valiente follow yes. us on instagram and please uh yeah if you have any spooky stories that you want to share with us look Ooh. halloween is coming if you have spooky stories share give us a call on our hotline tell us your your little spooky story and i don't know maybe maybe we'll throw it up on an episode um hell yeah 707-892-0401 it's in our show description as well yeah all right everybody thank you so much for listening thanks Bye. bye thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the peony where we believe that culture informs all that we do and art can truly be anything If you like this episode, please leave us a review, rate us, tell all your friends to subscribe, follow, download. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Talk to you soon. Okay, could we be any more fucking adorable, though?